0: It's been a strange week for Republicans willingly appearing on camera and in interviews only for those appearances to completely fail at their intended purposes. Instead, succeeding in making them look incredibly stupid, or in one specific case, provide further proof that gerontocracy is bad, actually. And allowing politicians to serve well into old age is not only a horrible idea for running a country, but it's also pretty depressing to watch. And for the sake of you, the humble viewer, we'll start out with the funnier stuff. But fair warning, you may need to put on your cringe-reducing hazmat suit before watching this clip of Texas Senator Ted Theodore Cruz bringing some big theater kid energy to a video where he reacts to the mere suggestion that drinking a bunch of beer might not be healthy for you. Enjoy. They're trying to go after and regulate ceiling fans. I gotta tell you, it's hot in Texas. We don't wanna get rid of our ceiling fans. And now these idiots have come out and said, drink two beers a week that's their guideline well i gotta tell you if they want us to drink two beers a week frankly they can kiss my
1: ass whoo so a lot to unpack here a lot going on Mm -hmm. first of all ted cruz is not exactly the type of person most would see as the textbook definition of a manly man regardless of how much he you know raises his voice or how exaggerated his movements are how big a cowboy hat he
0: puts on his head how tall the boots. I will say, at the very least, he does appear as though, as a man who likes to drink beer, what with his enlarged frame yes. and bright red face. He does have the physiognomy of
1: uh, a beer drinker, that's for sure. Yes. But uh, yeah, also, what's going on with the background? Who are these men? <laughs> just straight, to... out, straight out of central cast, yeah, as I Trump mean, would say. Possibly. It's, yeah. it's just a bunch of overweight dudes kind of hanging out in the shadows, lurking, all similarly dressed, sticking it to the man by drinking beer on television.
0: Pe- all, right. all right, now, guys, <laughs> don't put the beer up to your lips until I do the cue, okay? We're all going to do it at once to show everyone how upset we are with these non-existent rules.
1: Yeah, and it's a bit of... Also, I love
0: that all of you are wearing different shades of basically the same plaid shirt. Yeah. Also, it's so cool there's no checks at this bar. It's the coolest it's, bar in uh, town.
1: It's... Wednesdays for the boys it, one of
0: those bars where they were like actually ladies night is sexist Why don't they do a men's night? And they're yeah. like, okay, let's do men's night and no, then no we're, one showed up. Where are all the women?
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, a very just an odd scene, mm-hmm. but but let's get to the heart of his stupid complaint and um, Spoiler alert once again Republicans losing their fucking minds over something. That's Really just doesn't affect you in any way. No um, So yeah regard okay, actually regarding the ceiling
0: fans. Yeah, because that's uh, what he spoke about first. That was his lead in, the ceiling yeah, fans. Yeah,
1: we got a lot of, this is a multi-tier uh Joe Biden is uh, breaking complaint. into your
0: home to steal your ceiling fans.
1: Many grievances to be explained. While you sleep. So Ted Cruz seems to think that Jill Brandon's gonna go door to door ripping out everyone's ceiling fans so that they're forced to sweat in the hot Texas sun. Yeah. Uh, but obviously that's not what's happening because no. that's fucking, no, <laughs> you idiot. The Department of Energy is simply proposing a new rule that manufacturers should make ceiling fans more energy-efficient starting in 2028, which will reduce emissions and save consumers money on their energy bills. It's the same as the fucking gas stoves. They're not taking your gas stove, they're just implementing new laws about future
0: manufacturing of
1: gas stoves.
0: Yeah, this has nothing to do with you. The manufacturers have to make things more energy-efficient.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, there are federal and state laws about the energy efficiency of cars, but you can still go on autotrader.com and buy a fucking Model T if you (laughs) so
0: choose. Yeah, people roll coal every day. Yeah. Yeah. In a statement to Newsweek, a spokesperson for the Department of Energy said the following. DOE's analysis indicate that the proposed energy conservation standards for ceiling fans would save a significant amount of energy. These proposed standards, which are required by Congress, wouldn't take effect until 2028, would give Americans more energy efficient options to choose from and would save hardworking taxpayers up to $369 million per year while substantially reducing harmful air pollution, a crucial fact that some have conveniently failed to mention. Ted. So it's literally just a proposal that says, like with other products, look, it's probably time we figure out how to make standard household appliances slightly better for the environment. Oh no! (laughs) And it's a proposal that doesn't fall on consumers, but on the manufacturers themselves. As for the beer thing, what could have possibly made Ted Cruz so darn upset about beer? Joe Biden's gonna go door to door raiding our fridge. He's gonna
1: gonna pop open cans one by one and chug them and laugh in our faces. Yeah.
0: And there's not gonna be anything we can do. Because the woke FBI is going to be standing there, guns drawn. Ted Cruz is upset that the only way that Americans are legally allowed to consume beer anymore is if you drink it while Dylan Mulvaney stands above you, pouring it out into your mouth. Yeah, it's fucked up. But it's true.
1: And it's got to be that Bud Light.
0: Yes. It's turned the freaking
1: frogs gay. So, okay. First of all, we should mention that this is all hypothetical, despite Republicans clearly alluding to this being some kind of law. There's no law. No. Here's what's actually happening. The director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism was interviewed by the Daily Mail and was asked about alcohol consumption guidelines in the United States because the guidelines will be up for review in 2025. Just guidelines and just up for review. But the Daily Mail asked bluntly which direction those guidelines could be heading. Here's the answer that's causing all the fuss. I mean, they're not going to go up, I'm pretty sure. So, if alcohol consumption guidelines go in any direction, it would be towards Canada. Now, we will try to keep this brief because we're already wasting so much time on this
0: pointless explanation for some dumb stunt that Ted Cruz pulled, but here you go. Basically, he said what you heard. Obviously, we're probably not going to tell people to drink more booze. Uh, Yeah, the scientific data would seem to indicate that
1: that's that's not what you want.
0: And in regards to... The direction of Canada, their center of substance abuse and addiction put out a recommendation that if you're concerned about your health, you should probably limit your alcohol consumption to two drinks per week, which, yeah, seems drastic because most people treat alcohol as a drug instead of a drink. If you're not drunk, what's the point? It's just not just this country. Lots of countries treat it that way. You know, I I I would say. That uh, and and
1: this was like a briefly a, a meme for a moment on Twitter a few years back. But two two beers is like exactly the right amount. Two beers, one after the other, is the perfect amount of booze to consume. It can be very hard to just stop right there. But two beers, you're feeling good but not stupid. But that's for the week, right? You do it one day a week. Why no 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 no. Yeah, two beers on one day a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're on the same. And issue. then you don't drink for the rest of the week. Yeah. All good. I mean that obviously I
0: everyone's going to break that rule right. people who drink I'm are just gonna break saying beer, break like it.
1: if if they're letting you have two beers and if you have them back to back probably going to have a nice time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but look this is uh, we're getting off course because this is simply a recommendation by the health by by a health department because it turns out that drinking a bunch isn't good for your health which probably shouldn't be shocking. And even in their explanation a member of the Canadian team stated we wanted to simply present the evidence to the Canadian public so they could reflect on their drinking and make informed decisions. This is like, it's like telling,
1: you tell people like, oh, you shouldn't have fucking bacon with every meal you eat. That's bad. Mm-hmm. You should you should eat less bacon. Oh, Joe Biden's trying to ban bacon. Yeah. It's not epic at all. Joe Biden, I want to see Joe Biden try to have
0: uh, just one ice cream cone per day. I mean, he does eat a lot of ice yeah. cream. So their report states that by drinking two standard drinks or less per week, you are likely to avoid alcohol-related consequences for yourself or others. But at three to six drinks per week, your risk of developing several types of cancer, including breast and colon cancer, increases at this level. Having seven standard drinks or more per week, it says, significantly increases the risk of heart disease or stroke. Okay. But also, like, if you're drinking, you already... You were aware of- You already risk. know that this is not, you're not doing the healthy thing. Yeah. Instead, it's Come just, on. It's a guideline from another country. That's but, part right? of why it's fun. Yeah, of them just being like, look, if you wanted to have absolutely no adverse health effects from drinking yeah. alcohol, this is how much you'd have to drink.
1: If you want to be like Brian Johnson and live forever, two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly two drinks. Mm-hmm. The rest of you, I don't know. We're just telling you. Based off of all the fucking data we have. Do whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) But don't come crying to us when you have cirrhosis. Oh no, yeah. So yeah, literally just health people telling you the health stuff. No one's banning you from booze. Joe Biden is not coming to knock a beer out of your hand. No one's forcing you to drink less. If you want to risk the potential side effects while enjoying some of the social benefits of alcohol, that is on you. But it shouldn't surprise anyone that overdoing it can have negative consequences for your health. Mm-hmm. If you drink, you know that.
0: Yeah, this is abundantly obvious to you. Uh, luckily, uh, from what I've seen, uh, recent polling shows that Gen Z not that interested in alcohol, and probably because they saw what it did to our generation and the generation one step above us, which are their parents. I mean,
1: Gen Z, the thing—they are the anti-cringe generation. Yeah, even though they can be very cringe themselves. Booze but, makes
0: you do cringe shit.
1: But they saw their millennial and Gen X parents. Uh, acting foolish while drinking, yeah, and decided no, uh-uh, just ketamine for me, thanks. Like the, the Gen Xers, they saw their Boomer parents like get like physically abusive and racist while mm-hmm. drunk, so Gen- they had
0: to they had to drink to cope with
1: that. Gen Z saw their parents be cringe, yeah, and they said, uh-uh, no thanks, nope, uh, just mushrooms and ecstasy for me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it appears. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of things that can give you a stroke, Yeah, serving in the US Senate for hundreds of years, yeah. can have that effect because it appears as though Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell might be suffering from some strokes because he has once again stepped in front of the cameras for an interview, only to then completely freeze up for an incredibly uncomfortable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like he's seeing the ghost of Jacob Marley appearing to him, chains rattling. Mitch, Mitch. It's almost time, it's, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, this time he was ironically being asked about retiring or seeking another term. Hey, Mitch, you think you're you think you got another term left in you? <laughs> Let me answer that in the form of having a stroke. Dunk. <laughs> so yeah, honestly, the video's it's hard to watch. Yeah. The last one was like also hard to watch, but this one is worse. I I think it's because he just looks he's like slack jawed, like it, he's not there. If you and, uh, the, you know, and his handlers are like. Did you hear the question, Mitch? Like, this man's a fucking demon, but it's like, I mean, if you've had, like, elderly people in your life, you've probably seen them have an episode like this, and it's not, it's not fun, it's scary, it's sad. Yeah.
0: It's, it's less scary and less sad happening to this particular person. But also, he, but, he, uh, he shouldn't be in a position where he's governing other people's lives and suffering from them. Well, at least he's the minority leader. But anyway, let's we'll just watch the clip. What
1: are my thoughts about what?
0: Running for re-election in 2026. Oh.
1: Australia.
0: Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re election in 2026? Yeah, uh, we only showed part of it. It does go on for longer. But look, we've been saying this forever, but I guess it bears repeating. There needs to be age limits on representation in government. Or at least a, some sort of cognitive uh, test. Yeah, I think Draw be, a clock. I think it would be more fair to just have a hard line of age. Like, after that, it's like, okay, look. We have to have new people come in. It's the only way this is going to work. We have to have young blood in the in United States and government. And we should go up to a big, tall cliff
1: out in the woods. Not again, Elliot. And have, uh, you know, a beautiful ceremony on during the summer equinox. Yeah. And uh, just as a, as a ritual for, you know, the passage of one generation to the next. He's quoting a movie, censors. He's quoting a and movie. And if that... there's any bad boyfriends there, they get put in the bear suit. <laughs> in the boobox. In the
0: bear <laughs> uh, Anyways, yes, yeah, so this would solve a lot of problems on both sides of the aisle. We are reaching a absolutely absurd levels of gerontocracy, and the average age of all politicians has consistently ticked up over the past few decades. It's elder abuse. And even if they do have their wits about them, just make it an age limit regardless. That way, it's perfectly fair for everyone. Sorry, you hit, I don't know, 80. Is that fair? How old is Mitch? 80, 81. That's it? Yeah.
1: So- (laughs) He looks worse than 80.
0: Yeah, they, they have age limits on youth, you can't yeah you can't be too young you can't have you can't be a teen senator or, or no a 30 cool year old president be. yeah they should have age limits on the elderly considering cognitive decline really starts kicking off around age 70 anyway so maybe a mixture of both maybe in your 70s you got to draw a clock every year <laughs> and then by 80 they're like all right why don't you what with whatever time you have left God bless you for making it this long whatever time you have left why don't you go enjoy it with your family yeah, or they could put them, they do one of those like
1: uh, retirement communities like they have over in like the Netherlands, I think, where they build like a fake Senate uh, chambers and like uh, fake offices and they just put them in there and let them pretend to, you know, live It's like live preschool
0: out. for old uh, bureaucrats. Yeah,
1: there, there's a old folks community, I think it's the Netherlands, but they built like, it's like a fake town. There's even like bus stops, like a right. f- fake post office. Mm-hmm. And so these people with dementia can just well, wander
0: around and feel like they're still part of like, uh, society in those devilish socialist countries they have to have something for old people to do because here in America they just work jobs until they die that's right but anyways McConnell freezing again is just the latest in a long and growing list of glaring example as to why we should probably have age limits on politicians but uh, have no fear because he's already been cleared to keep working here's NBC News
1: one day after Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell appeared to freeze up at a public event, Brian Monahan, the attending physician for the U.S. Capitol, said that he told McConnell he is medically clear to continue to work. Monahan said in a statement that he had consulted with McConnell, 81, and conferred with the Kentucky Republicans' neurology team and determined that he is medically clear to continue with his schedule as planned. Occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon in concussion recovery, and can also be expected as a result of dehydration. The doctor said, (laughs) "He just needs a little bit of water." (laughs) Didn't he? Someone give Mitch some water. He had a concussion like six months ago.
0: Yeah, maybe it was more recent, but he did. I don't know. He had a concussion earlier in the year, and then he fell again at the airport. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I wish nothing but pain and suffering for this man, but uh, yeah. My should... God, Mitch McCall has fallen down the stairs at the Met Gala. Bumpa dumpa dum dumpa dum. That's what they're waiting for. I mean, we are.
1: Someone is going to die on camera in the U.S. Capitol within the next year. Is it? Is it, is it Mitch? Is it Diane? Maybe someone else. Is gonna it's going to happen. It's crazy. Anyway, meanwhile, other doctors have stated that these little episodes might be the result of small seizures sounds bad here's insider these spells are evidently more severe than simply somebody losing their train of thought said dr. David Thaler neurologist in chief at Tufts Medical Center in an interview with WCVB TV he added this looks different in duration and severity where he really seems to have lost the ability to communicate momentarily Thaler said the most likely explanation is little tiny seizures which are electrical changes in the brain
0: Similarly, Dr. Keith Vossel, a professor of neurology at the University of California, Los Angeles, told Daily Mail that he also suspects seizures could be the explanation. Vossel told the news outlet, So, to me, this looks like an absence seizure. Absence seizures, or petite mile seizures, can cause someone to lose awareness of their surroundings and to become momentarily unresponsive, the neurologist said, per Daily Mail. Dr. Jonathan Reiner, a professor of medicine at George Washington University, said in an interview with CNN that concussion would make experiencing absence seizures relatively unsurprising. The senator had a really traumatic brain injury in March when he fell, he said, per CNN. About 10% of people who have had a big enough injury to be hospitalized after a head injury like that will subsequently have things like a seizure, and that's what it looks like to me. Okay. Either way, it's... Well, he's cleared to get, get back to yeah, work, get bitch. back to
1: work. You've been cleared. Clear. <laughs> but let's move over to... Dun, dun 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 dun! Trump, who is the highest polling Republican candidate for president, despite being indicted four times on sh- dozens of charges across multiple states, mm-hmm. Trump has been having a totally normal one this week, as evidenced by the nonstop barrage of video posts on his social media platform Truth Social. According to reporting by the Independent, Donald Trump posted a staggering 31 videos ranting at political opponents in just one day. He's a busy boy. That's like Jordan Peterson-level posting. Yeah. (laughs) Across the vast swath of videos, Trump attacked his haters, gloated about his phony Twitter metrics, claimed that lockdowns were coming back in time for next year's election, claimed once again that he somehow won Georgia despite being arrested for attempting to overturn the results of the votes in that state, and claimed that Joe Biden is leading the country to hell and that he's a lunatic.
0: I believe that he has gone mad, a stark, raving lunatic. Wow, okay, so in addition to his grueling video release schedule, seriously, Mr. Trump, take a break. You're going to experience creator burnout. Yeah, he's him and
1: Mr. Beast, both of them just like. Both, they're, come they're on. struggling
0: right now. Self
1: care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the former president has also been actively fundraising off of his newly acquired mugshot, courtesy of the Fulton County Jail and according to his campaign, has already raised over $9 million since he was booked and photographed. I just want to thank you for your tremendous support, and here it is, if you want to go out and get it, you can go out and get it, have fun with it. But people do like it, I must say. Thank you very much. But this latest arrest and Mugshot isn't just good for Trump's wallet or his poll numbers, which, by the way, we are very aware of how insane it is that someone can get indicted four times, have a mugshot released, and still be absolutely crushing his competition in a bid to become the President of the United States. Well, you know, Jesus was arrested too. Yeah, and he became president afterwards. President of Christianity. That's right. Uh, the Trump mugshot is also, apparently, helping to boost his appeal with black voters, according to a conservative outlet. <laughs> this is the fucking craziest shit. Yeah, this is one of the most confusingly and covertly racist explanations Yeah, no, I, 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 I heard have I, I feel, I feel like I'm
1: going fucking insane. I'm like, this is just, like, mask off, just like you are demonstrating
0: how yep. racist you are. Uh-huh. Uh, so, the claim is that black voters will now like Trump more because he's been arrested. Uh, let's just look at some clips to see how this is being framed. The mugshot has breathed
1: new life into the Trump campaign and broadened his appeal to black Americans. Over the weekend, with the help of mugshot merchandise, the Trump campaign raked in over $7 million. Today, my garbage man told me he's buying mugshot T-shirts for
0: everyone he knows this Christmas. He is now seen by non-political folks as a rebel, an outsider with swagger. And as one black lady I spoke with earlier today here in New Orleans said, Trump's a gangster, and that means he has cred among a new block of voters that perhaps have never given him a serious look, and now they're looking again. This is interesting what's happened here. The mugshot's
1: up on the side of buildings in the inner city. Yeah. Okay, and yet we should probably point out that the mugshot graffiti that was referenced in the Jesse Waters video was actually making fun of Trump. Uh, The finished piece had Trump's face next to the slogan, MAGA, my ass got arrested. But while we're rounding out the politics news from this past week, we should inform you that whenever Vivek Ramaswamy isn't being called out for his constant lying by Sean Hannity, no less, Mm -hmm. he's being told to shut the fuck up by none other than the rap god himself. Eminem, after a video of Ramaswamy rapping the song Lose Yourself on the Campaign Trail went viral. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to lose that song. Here's (laughs) Axios. BMI, a performing rights organization, wrote a cease and desist letter to Ramaswamy's lawyer on August 23rd writing that any future performances by the campaign will be considered a
0: material breach of the agreement. BMI has received a communication from Marshall B. Mathers III, professionally known as Eminem, objecting to the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign's use of Eminem's musical compositions, per the letter obtained by Axios. BMI will consider any performance of Eminem's works by the Vivek 2024 campaign from this date forward to be a material breach of the agreement, for which BMI reserves all rights and remedies with respect thereto, per the letter first reported on by the Daily Mail. The article adds that Ramizwami has agreed to stop performing Eminem's songs, with a spokesperson for the campaign explaining, Vivek just got on the stage and cut loose. To the American people's chagrin, we will have to leave the rapping to the real Slim Shady. Lame. Okay. But now let's switch over to
1: entertainment news for a
0: Hollywood. Because Warner Brothers
1: Discovery has finally outdone itself. They know what you want before you know what you want.
0: They're coming up with new creative ideas to give you exactly what you want before you've even thought of them.
1: Yeah, so just when you think you've heard of every bad idea possible when it comes to running a major media company or streaming service, Warner Brothers Discovery bursts through the door with an idea that not even Satan himself could come up with. Boom! An idea so obnoxious and stupid that it could only come from someone who hates entertainment as much as entertainment executives. Folks, behold, the dumbest idea ever. Amidst an article about how CNN will be uh, integrated within the overall Max experience, uh, they point out that among the features the company will try out are ways of alerting Max viewers to breaking news while they're watching something else on the service, whether it be an HBO series, a Turner Classic Movies selection, or an old episode of Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. (laughs) Fucking pop-up ads! We're putting (laughs) pop-up ads in the service
0: you're paying, what, like, $19 a month for? Fuck you! No, Elliot, this is the best idea anyone's ever heard, just picture it! You're all settled in, you're watching your favorite comedy or drama, maybe you're watching Succession, Righteous Gemstones, 90 Day Fiance, Sopranos, The Wire, Curb Your Enthusiasm, My 600 pounds Life, you know, anything that Max has to offer. The wide variety of amazing entertainment options. Then all of a sudden, when you're at a pivotal moment in your favorite show, after the tension has been building, you're on the edge of your seat.
1: Welcome views. back. Airplanes in CNN level flight at cruising altitude, altitude do not ordinarily see, just Anderson lose Cooper, a wing and spiral screen, to Earth, as this one apparently did. On in fact, there are very few ways Trump of making a plane or crash or in the fashion that. this one did but that sure did not involve foul play.
0: Sake, Beyond
1: the mechanics, there are means and motive, which we touched on before the break. Two things that Vladimir Putin and others certainly had when it comes to Evgeny Prigozhin and his Wagner leadership.
0: Ironically, for the first time, can we leave politics out of this? I'm trying to watch a show here. I can catch up on breaking news in a few minutes once this show's over. I need to find out what is happening to the gemstones.
1: This is like how, uh, you know, back in the day, my game console was my entertainment, my portal to everything. Uh, streaming services, it was my DVD player. Then would be watching like a, you know, a serious fucking movie on my PlayStation 3. And it would be like, boop, boop, your friend has uh, signed on. He's playing a Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> you like, just earned a trophy for cool. watching a movie. Like in the middle of like fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> it was, oh, great. I'm totally not just completely taken out of the immersive
0: experience of also, watching this masterpiece. It would be so embarrassing. You have a bunch of friends over watching a movie or something oh, yeah. like that hold on sorry uh boop, boop. my my friend triple <laughs> X uh doucheman triple X he's playing call of duty he's probably gonna ask me to go Bloop, there it is yeah, yeah he yeah. invited me to a party uh hold on I gotta get on him tell yeah. I'm busy watching a movie this is
1: yeah just kind of ruins the experience
0: so yeah uh you know adding a pop-up or just taking over the screen with some breaking news outside of something like 9 11 happening probably not a great idea yeah so after a few minutes of coverage Anderson cooper's like all right We got the mugshot, back to watching The Wire or whatever. Uh, It slides back down, your show's back on, and you're just looking around like, what the fuck happened? What happened? Anyways, the future is now and it totally rules. Amazing job, Warner Brothers Discovery. In the midst of a writer strike, an actor strike, a nonsensical content merger, and a failing superhero dynasty, you've found new and exciting ways to piss off your customers. Honestly, very impressive. Nobody can do it but you.
1: Yeah. And also this week, I saw multiple examples. It might be a bug that's been fixed, but uh, the search function in the Max app just like doesn't work. You have to spell things wrong to get it to pop up. Yeah, like people would search. They'd search for like a title, and they'd have to scroll past like twenty things to like. They'd type the full title of what they're looking for, and there'd be twenty other results on top of it.
0: It's because they want you to watch those. I guess it's just baffling. All of it's baffling. Also, uh, The Flash did worse opening streaming numbers than Black Adam, I believe, or Shazam 2, one of those. Wow. So wow. things are going great. And they moved Dune to fucking February. You, that, that was... I, I don't s- think I that's going to have that... the results of that they think it will. They're, yeah. Because they're, they're positioning it as a way... They, so they moved Dune the next year. I think it just goes like fiscal it, year 2024 or some But shit. they're positioning it know. in that way and being like, well, you see, this is... The actions of the writers and the actors have consequences. And it's like, no, no everyone knows that you can do this and release it whenever. Yeah. Uh, but you're doing it to punish everyone. Also, you're doing it like they announced this like the day before a gigantic yeah, press the, run the happened. Yeah, the whole
1: media blitz for Dune. The, they're like, Get this this holiday season, Dune. What's uh, that? Wait. Uh, wait well, uh, anyway, here's some promo pics of a movie that's actually coming out in February.
0: Yeah, well, you'll see it. Anyway,
1: speaking of bad business decisions, (laughs) the owners of Twitter...
0: Not Elon Musk this time,
1: okay? Okay. The owners... He's not the only owner. We're actually talking about the second largest investor in Twitter, um, the Saudis. Yeah. So according to a recent article in NPR, a retired teacher in Saudi Arabia was recently sentenced to death for his tweets, criticizing the country's leadership to his handful of followers, according to rights advocates and his family. The sentencing of Mohammed Al-Ghamdi, who is in his mid-50s, is the latest in an escalating crackdown on social media users in Saudi Arabia. While others are serving prison terms ranging from 20 to 45 years for their tweets and online criticism of the government, Al-Ghamdi appears to be the first person to be sentenced to death based solely on his posts on X, formerly called Twitter, and YouTube activity. Al-Ghamdi, a father of seven living in Mecca, had gained just 10 followers between the two anonymous accounts he ran on X. According to Human Rights Watch, he used the social media site to rail against alleged government corruption, but was mostly resharing posts by more popular government critics.
0: The article adds that it's unclear how Saudi authorities were able to verify al Gandhi's identity on X. In other cases, it appears the identity of Saudi users may have been leaked, exposing them to arrest and long prison sentences. And we are sure that Elon Musk will be vocally critical of this decision Mr. in no time. Free Speech. Yeah, it would be... Very hypocritical for his free speech website to support the death penalty for people retweeting things on his free speech website. Yeah, come on, guys. Which, I mean, just so happens to be partly financed by the government who's handing down the death sentence. It's also pretty convenient that they have so much invested into a platform that just so happens to contain the identifiable information related to accounts that are critical of their leaders and government. Probably nothing, probably not even concerning for Elon Musk.
1: Yeah, you got to wonder how they got that information. Mm,
0: this, could be anywhere. Could they, could they have had uh, some sort of inside source on this? Oh, considering they have billions of dollars funding it, I would assume that they might have access to things like you that. You can add, add one more name to the Elon Musk
1: kill list. Mm-hmm. He, has, he is responsible for a lot of deaths, and we are documenting all of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, that last story was a bit dark, so let's lighten things up again with some updates to stories we've previously covered, starting with the conclusion of a saga that's been playing since last year. Finally, chess champion Hans Niemann, the cheating allegations, and the vibrating anal beads. Yep. Now, if for some reason you don't remember this whole drama, we will sum it up very briefly by saying that one top player, Magnus Carlsen, accused another top player, Hans Niemann, of cheating during a competition. Carlsen ended up withdrawing from the event in protest, and rumors started to circulate that Hans Niemann shoved anal beads up his ass and that
0: they would buzz in a way that would somehow provide him with the best chess move possible. It was a diabolical plan. And no one could have foiled it except for the genius Magnus Carlsen. Uh,
1: in the wake of the allegations, Neiman was banned from Chess.com, but was also offered $1 million by a cam site to live stream a chess match completely naked to prove he wasn't cheating.
0: Yeah. Presumably with his asshole facing the camera.
1: Yeah, let's, let's, let's cut to the sphincter cam. There it is. <laughs> nothing. Nothing in there. He is, this man is using his brain, not uh-huh. his butthole.
0: It was a massive, inescapable scandal, arguably the biggest chess scandal in decades. But now... It's finally over. Here's an update from 404 Media, which is a new media and news project launched by former employees of Vice's motherboard. Chess.com and Hans Niemann have reached a settlement in which Niemann has agreed to drop a $100 million lawsuit against Chess.com and Magnus Carlsen, and will be allowed to return to compete, the company announced Monday. This puts an end to the legal aspect of a cheating scandal that captivated the chess world for nearly a year. As part of the settlement, chess world champion Carlson said, "There is no determinative evidence that Neiman cheated in his game against me at the Sinkfield Cup. I am willing to play Neiman in future events should we be paired together." I legally have to say that.
1: Yeah, he was being—he uh, was being a, a bit of a drama queen during all this. He was mm. like—he was like quitting matches, like,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, he seemed very convinced that. Hans Niemann had a dildo up his ass or some something of that nature. Well, for
0: his part, so, Hans Niemann said, I am pleased that my lawsuit against Magnus Carlsen and Chess.com has been resolved in a mutually acceptable manner and that I am returning to Chess.com. I look forward to competing against Magnus in chess rather than in court. And Chess.com added that he will be allowed to play in any and all events and will be treated no differently from any other player. Um, not for nothing, we are checking the assholes of every single player that comes into the stadium now. <laughs> Yeah. This is standard operating procedure. Right. You didn't know this? You, you decided to play chess professionally. You knew there would be cavity searches. It's
1: part of the game now. Yep. Anyway, in another update to a more recent story involving competitive gaming, the Indiana Police Department has now claimed they've recovered the $300,000 worth of Magic the Gathering cards, which were very easily stolen from the 2023 Gen Con board game convention in Indianapolis. Uh, literally some guys just grabbed a pallet of Magic the Gathering cards and rolled it away. The perfect crime. Or was it? Because now the cards (laughs) have been recovered. Here's Kotaku. Caught on security camera at the Indiana Convention Center, two suspects were seen carting out a large pallet of cardboard boxes stashed with various sets of Magic cards, each worth as much as $400, with rare and legendary cards in each set potentially multiplying the value. The cards were taken from the floor of the Indiana Convention Center and were brought to a parking garage where they were stashed before ending up in New York City, where they have
0: been recovered. Following the theft, Indiana Metropolitan Police identified New York residents Thomas J. Dunbar and Andrew Pearson Yeom, designers of the board game Castle Assault, as persons of interest. Sometimes it'd be your own devs. It'd be a fellow, uh, dork. Gamer. On August 30th, local news outlet WTHR reported that the stolen cards had been returned following assistance from the New York State Police. The cards are expected to be used as evidence. And they also add that following the identification of Dunbar and Guillaume, the board game Castle Assault was review bombed. Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild to do a crime
1: like this when you are yourself in the same industry as the people you're ripping off.
0: At the biggest industry event of the year in the country. Yeah, good. No one would ever suspect you'll never, you, board game developers. You'll never work in this industry again, no. you fucking dick. This is like those guys that tried to shove weights into fish. Right. You are banned from fishing.
1: Yeah, no the fish thi- for you. The
0: thing you love the most, you can no longer do it. Anyways, for a really quick update, because we don't want to spend too much time on this guy, Elliot was right to assume that all men would be open to having a much stronger stream of piss if given the option. Because Brian Johnson, the guy who is trying to reverse aging, has provided an update on his penis, and and one of his apparent goals clearly. <laughs> I don't want to know what the fuck, Brian. It clearly seems to be quote max urination speed. Elliot was right. If you if you could alter your piss stream to shoot at maximum velocity, you would do it. Velocity, yeah, like you would a do
1: super it. Super Soaker, boom, yeah.
0: done. Here's a recent t- tweet directly from the man himself. I'm getting my
1: penis injected Friday, which is an arousing topic. Rejuvenating Johnson's Johnson. Penis injection with Alprostadil, prolonged erection, measuring penile artery left and right, peak slash minimum blood flow, ejaculation volume, max urination speed, sperm motility, penis plaque check. What? They're going to have to go in there go and take the a plaque.
0: <laughs> So cool. Great. Happy to be aware of all this. And now you all just suffer along with us. But you know what won't make you suffer and will actually provide you with incredible, insightful knowledge about the online creator space that we inhabit? Why, I got an early copy of Taylor Lorenz, friend of the show, Taylor Lorenz, uh, her book, Extremely Online. Wow. Uh, The Untold Story of Fame, Influence, and Power on the Internet. Uh, I I read it uh, over the past week. And uh, if you have even a passing interest in how the creator space works or how creators have been exploited over the past 20 years or how uh, the only successful products that have been launched out of the tech space are completely reliant on the people who use them. It's a fascinating book. Yes, Machinima does get mentioned. Oh no. Uh, She goes into uh, pretty much every big rise and fall of social media, you know, MySpace, Vine, uh, the rise of TikTok, uh, YouTube, just everything. So if you have any interest in uh, creators and how that whole business works. It's a very, very interesting book and it's a very quick read because I'll say like reading through it, I was like, I wish there was already an extended version of everything because there's a lot of topics where I wish that she had written more about them because they're very interesting. So uh, if you want to check out her book, you can pre-order it right now, uh, extremelyonlinebook.com or I'll leave a link in the description below. And now you've earned it. Wait, hold on. Like the video first. You've earned it. I'm gonna show a, a clip of the video of me after the Ooh. after the dentist drugs. Did you like the video? Did you pre-order Taylor's book? All right, now now I'll uh, here you go. Just just a brief little moment, Ricky. Ricky, you just got your teeth taken out. How are you feeling right now? I feel really good. Really good. Uh, yeah. How I'm like to wh- go back to sleep?
1: You know where you are? Yeah, Glendale. Glendale. Yeah, that's right. You're in Glendale. Yeah. So you're feeling all right, no pain?
0: Oh, it easy. easy, put, uh, put me under more, I like it. You like it, huh?
1: Yeah, it What'd you What'd you like about it?
0: I was just talking about, uh, I don't remember, but I was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me all kinds of questions, and I was like, what do you care? What did they ask you? About my job. Yeah, did you tell them, what'd you tell them you do? I said, you don't fuck anything up, because I got to talk for a living. All right, you better have liked the video because
1: I look stupid. Wow, this look at this idiot going under general anesthesia.
0: What a moron! Wow,
1: why didn't he just bite a bullet like a man? Yeah. Ted Cruz would. Ted Cruz bullet- would. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hold on, let me just take a
1: sip of some shine. Bock. only anesthesia
0: needs this here uh, Bud Light. I mean, no. old, Lone Star. Yeah. No, he drinks Shinerbach. Bock. Oh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll have a new episode of Weekly Weird News for you soon. Uh Again, make sure you click that damn like button. We wouldn't have to keep telling you how much it benefits the channel. Come on. And also makes us happy to do see. Do it. If you just do it. Uh, also leave a comment if you want. The power to grow this channel is in your hands. The power is yours. Are you a bad enough dude to support our show? If uh, for some reason you've missed uh, the past two episodes for any reason, have no fear because they are popping up on the screen right now like CNN interrupting The Sopranos. And you can click on our previous videos and watch them. We got a brand new episode of Tech News Day. We got last week's episode of Weekly Weird News. Like the video. We'll see you soon for some more weird news coming up in just a day or so. Bye-bye.